Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 129 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. Tasks independent retailers can automate. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Before I get started, first I want to say thank you to all the indie retailers that attended the Cash is Queen Masterclass, or if you signed up and you were able to watch the replay. This class that I taught was a long one. It was a 90-minute presentation plus a 30-minute Q&A, and I was pleasantly surprised that I think over 50 people who attended stayed until the end of the class. So I did give away some fun door prizes, swag bags filled with goodies, and one lucky winner, congratulations to Kathy with an I, K-E-T-H-I, congratulations to Kathy. She's getting a 90-minute cash flow audit call, coaching call with me. So prizes aside, the best part was seeing some of the aha moments with the retailers that attended and the comments at the end before I wrapped up the two-hour class. So I just want to share some of the feedback or some really some of the comments that were made at the end. Kristen said, thanks for everything. You have really, really, those were in all capitals, helped me. Christy S. said, I always walk away with some good info from you. Tammy S. said, as always, so good. And Anna said, very helpful. Love the checklist. And Sheena, who's actually from Canada, one of our retailers from Canada and Master Shopkeepers, she said, thank you, Kathy. I have a lot of work ahead of me, and I really appreciate having this resource as a roadmap. So if you attended the class and you're starting to make progress on a cash flow system for your business, I would love to hear some updates post-class. So you can DM me on Instagram at Savvy Shopkeeper. I want you to know that you're never bothering me. I love to hear your progress, what you got out of it. I know sometimes it takes a day or two where things start to sink in and you start to like create your own to-do list and you start to make progress. So I want to check in with you after this class and that's what I'm doing here. So again, DM me on Instagram. I'd really love to hear about your wins. And for those in Master Shopkeepers, don't forget, we're taking this one step further and I'm hosting a Profit First book club. It's a four-week book club starting in mid-July. You'll find our four Zoom group calls that are scheduled. You'll find these under the events tab. So two more things that I want to mention before I get into this, this episode today about automating, which is actually a quick one. Two more things that I want to mention Next week's episode, so far, this is the plan, episode 130, I am going to talk about the current economy, what is going on in conversations between retailers, or what I'm seeing retailers reach out to me asking about, concerned about, the worries about inflation, all of that stuff. I don't want you to think that I have been ignoring this topic. I'm certainly not. It's just that when something like this happens... 
I want to take my time with it and craft a podcast episode that is truly going to be helpful and out on my walk this morning. I tend, especially in the summer months, I go out for a long power walk, like five miles, four to five miles normally. And that's when I get some of my best ideas. And I had a bit bit of an aha moment. And I already had a podcast episode outlined, but this thought that came into my head solidified it. So watch out for episode 130 next week, hopefully is going to be the episode where I have a long conversation about this with all of you. I'll be in your earbuds about it. And then the last thing that I want to mention is that the Master Shopkeepers application and Master Shopkeepers is my mastermind group for brick and mortar retailers. It offers territory protection and it takes the Shopkeepers Lab membership. We up level, definitely up level on it. There are group calls, master classes. There are fun things like challenges. We're wrapping up an email marketing challenge. And then I'm going right into the book club that I mentioned. So that Master Shopkeepers application, because it is by application, is going to open next week. I have to think about this in advance because I think this podcast episode publishes on the 7th, July 7th, 2022. And the application will open July 11th, 2022. So if you are not on my email list, and in particular, the wait list for Master Shopkeepers, you definitely want to do that. So go to my website, SavvyShopkeeper.com, and get on my email list. Or go to ShopkeepersAcademy.com, and there's a button for Master Shopkeepers where you can sign up for the wait list. Everyone on my wait list gets access to the application 24 hours earlier than everyone else. So if the territory protection is a concern for you, or if you want to make sure that you get on my list first, get on the wait list. Okay, there was a lot to cover in terms of housekeeping there. We're going to move on. I'm going to start to dig into today's episode. And my intention for this episode is to get retailers to automate more so we can work less. And if you know my tagline, it's work less, profit more, and grow. So this one is really important to me. And I hope I kind of highlight how important it should be to you and your business too. So what is automation? Automation is the application of processes or systems. This is the key thing here, using technology. So software or hardware, for most of us, it's going to be hardware to do repeatable or predictable tasks without requiring manual intervention. I'm going to say this one more time. Automation is the application of processes or systems using technology to do repeatable or predictable tasks without requiring manual intervention. And if you're sitting here wondering, what are you talking about, Kathy? I'm going to be really clear about this next. So why is automation used? Automation reduces time, effort, and cost while reducing manual errors, hopefully, right? Giving your business more time to focus on your primary objectives. Repetitive tasks can be completed faster. Automating processes hopefully ensures higher quality results as each task is performed identically without human error. So I thought it was really important for me to show you that 
you know, the, the point of using the software is for that it, so that it all gets done automatically and repetitively. And then sometimes human error can happen and hopefully the software eliminates that for you. Automation may be happening in your retail business or it actually most likely is and you don't even realize it. What's important for retailers is to identify where else can we use and apply automation? So I have 10 tasks that independent retailers can automate so you have an idea of what I'm talking about. So the first one is email or messaging autoresponders. So an out-of-office email is is a classic example of an automated email where you set it up before you leave for vacation and then anyone that sends you an email your system automatically sends them an email that you're out of the office, that you're out of the store, and that you're not going to respond in two days or five days or seven days. And for those of you who take two weeks, two week trips, God bless you, <laughs> maybe it's letting them know that you won't be back for a couple of weeks. Another example are newsletter signups. So you installing that pop-up on your website or the checkbox at checkout that has customers saying, yes, please sign me up for your newsletter, that is automated on the back end. That means that as soon as they fill out that form, it actually tells your system to add their email address to your newsletter list. And then anytime you send out an email, they get that email. Again, it's all automated in the background. Appointment scheduling is a big one. And I know not all retailers need this, but if you offer services, this usually applies to you. So using a software program like Calendly, I'm going to spell that. It's C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y, Calendly. That's a hard one to say. Next one is Acuity, A-C-U-I-T-Y. And another example that's actually integrated into like a point of sale system, Square Appointments. If you use Square, that might be an add-on that you've added to your point of sale system so that people can book appointments with you. Software like this is often used too to book private shopping events or private, you know, a a one-on-one session for shopping or a one-on-one session for a, a workshop in your store. But the appointment scheduling software, it's really nice because it eliminates all of the back and forth. It lets the person know you're available on these days and times only, and it has them pick the day and time that works best for them based on your availability. You don't have to go back and forth in 20 emails to try to figure out what might work for both of you. Next one is training. You can record videos for training purposes for your team, and then automate it in a workflow series in emails. Now, I know this is a little bit advanced. This is something that we're actually talking about in the email marketing challenge in Master Shopkeepers right now. And if you haven't been able to participate in that and you're a Master Shopkeepers member, please know that everything has been recorded. Everything is in the academy, including the bingo card, the video replays, all of the slide decks. So just know that you still have access to it and it's not too late to participate. If you're in a crazy season in your business, you can go back to that lesson, you know, even in a year and do the challenge yourself. But we're having these conversations because one of our group members, Danny, she actually has a workflow series 
I think it's for vendor, maybe both vendor training and people who apply for for vendor spots in her store. So it's a whole series of emails that automatically get sent based on a schedule that you set to communicate something to the people in that segment in your email list. But that, again, is something that can be automated. You don't have to manually send 10 emails to one person on your own. The system does it for you. Another good example of automation for retailers is a loyalty program. So for us at our store, for instance, with Square, somebody has a transaction or does a transaction in our store, and automatically the screen will pop up and ask, do they want to sign up for our loyalty program? I usually explain it, tell them that we're not going to bombard them with text messages. That's usually closes the deal for us. And they sign up. So again, that's our type of customer. They don't prefer text messaging. They prefer email marketing, but it is all automated in the system. Our Square system does it for us. You might have something set up through Shopify or Lightspeed or whatever other software that you use for point of sale. But again, the point is I don't have to manually track it on a loyalty card, although there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, the key is the automation part. The system does all the work for me. Number six on my list is abandoned cart emails. And this is classic. We are all familiar with it, especially if you shop online. You put something in a cart, you close out your browser, you leave, and then the company sends you an email saying, don't you want to come back and buy it? We'll even give you 10% off. All of that can be automated depending on the software, email software that you use, either with your e-commerce or, well, actually in particular with your e-commerce program. Number seven I have on the list is inventory reports. So this one could be really helpful if you're trying to pay attention to something. So for example, if you're making an effort in this year or next year to pay attention to stale inventory and you want to set up a weekly report that gets sent to your email that indicates, okay, this inventory in my store has been sitting in here for 90 days, 120 days, 180 days, whatever it is that you want to set it at. And you automatically get this report sent from your inventory management system to your email. Again, that's another automation. You don't have to log in and run the report. It gets sent to you and it's a constant reminder to keep the inventory in your store fresh. Another one is website chat support. This is nice because sometimes you can set up frequently asked questions. So website chat support is sometimes that little box that pops up in the corner that says, How can we help you? Can we answer a certain question? Sometimes that happens on Facebook too, not just a website. So this this chat support software, you can sometimes add frequently asked questions so the customer can hit a button that says, what are your hours? Or do you, I don't know, I'm trying to think of something else off the top of my head. Can I pick up my order? Whatever it is, they hit the button and then automatically they get an answer. So you can automate website chat support. Number nine are task reminders. If you use a digital project management system, or even if you use Google Calendar, can you set up task reminders that maybe you do every month or every week? That way, it automatically comes up in your calendar or you get a reminder in your phone to do to get that task done. That one is really good for me. I set up a lot of that in my Google Calendar. 
But you can use a reminders app on your phone. You can use your project management system like Trello or ClickUp. That can be really helpful, especially for those repetitive tasks where sometimes it's easy for you to forget. The last one that I want to mention is payroll. Payroll is something that I guess isn't completely automated, but when I think of running payroll for my own business, when I run it in Square, because my team members clock in and clock out, the system stores all of that information. And literally when I run payroll in Square, and I'm guessing it's the same in Gusto or wherever you might run payroll, if you use a system yourself, for me, it's literally, I feel like three clicks of three different buttons and it is done. It's pretty amazing. (laughs) You would think that payroll is super involved, but I feel like payroll is fairly, like 99% is automated. And for me, that saves a ton of time. So those are the 10 and a couple other ideas just to give you like your digital thermostats, if you have one in your store or your like security camera systems, in particular, like a digital thermostat, if you put it on a schedule, that's automated. You don't have to go in and go to the thermostat and turn it up or turn it down. It automatically does the work for you. The one really important thing to note here, I have a couple things to note, but the one thing is that you might think that some of the automations I mentioned are minor and don't help. But if you add it all up, trust me, it makes a difference. Think about if you had to do all of these things manually. If I had to do these things manually in my business, when I do add it up in my brain, I feel like I probably save at least 60 minutes a week in the things that are already set up that are automated. 60 minutes a week, that's an hour a week. And when I think about it in terms of the year, that's 52 hours every year. And my guess is we can probably automate much more than we do, but you get the picture. It's the compound effect. The compound effect is exactly what it sounds like. It's making small behavior changes that can compound into life-changing results over time. I know that sounds dramatic, but hear me out here. If I think about those 52 hours, if I was manually doing all of those tasks that I do in my own business or that you do in your business, and I'm doing and I'm spending that time, that 52 hours doing that, I would much rather spend that time, that 52 hours, on marketing my business. I'm going to get much more ROI out of those 52 hours in marketing than on some of these tasks that I mentioned. Now, maybe not abandoned cart emails because that's a a revenue generator, but you know what I mean. Think about where you can use that time spent in automating and shift it to a revenue generating task. You all know one of my missions is to get all of you, including me, to work less. I know technology can be frustrating and scary for some, but technology is seriously one of the reasons why I do work less in my store. I work probably work less in my store than people realize. So embrace it, use it, set it up. The initial setup on some of these automations, trust me, it will pay dividends. It really does. So go ahead and take the time to set up your systems so you can save time over the long run. Okay, I'm going to stop there. 
So one question I often get or see in our membership groups is about software or tools for our retail businesses. What should we be using? What works? What's helpful for retailers? Everything from scheduling software to team apps for communication to point of sale systems to e-commerce websites, all that stuff. So earlier this year, I spent quite a bit of time compiling a resource just for independent retailers. And in case you haven't grabbed it, this free resource is still available. It's always available on my website. I created a tools of the trade resource guide just for independent retailers. I think it's around 28 pages. It's an easy to download PDF and it's filled with software and tools and products like where to go for shopping bags and display fixtures, all the stuff that retailers use to run their businesses. And then I have it all categorized with a table of contents, of course, on page three, so that it's easy for you to find what you're looking for. I even have some good deals linked, like one month of QuickBooks for free or a 50% discount on Flowdesk email marketing for your first year. I mean, a 50% discount is a nice chunk of change. And again, this resource is free. You can visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash resources to sign up for the Savvy Shopkeeper newsletter, and then you'll get the free resource, the PDF that you can download. It'll get sent to your email inbox. And then, of course, make sure you check your spam or junk folders because sometimes my emails land there. So always check your spam and junk folders because you never know what goodies you're going to find there. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 129. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 129. And don't forget one more thing. You only have 11 days, I think. Once this podcast episode publishes, again, it's July 7th, you'll have 11 days to grab your retreat tickets. Tickets for the 2022 Savvy Shopkeeper Retreat will close at either the point where it sells out or on July 18th, 2022. And if you didn't catch episode 128, the episode before this one, it's very likely that I won't be hosting another in-person retreat until 2024. So if you want to attend the retreat and you thought you'd wait until 2023, I don't recommend that. Go grab your seat for this year's event. This is your chance. And you'll grab tickets at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash retreat. All right, everyone. Have a great week. I will be back in your earbuds or in your cars or on your walks or while you're doing laundry next week with that episode where I will talk about the current economy and what retailers can do now. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up. Boss up.